2: This goes out to you, MJ. Mm, Times have changed, and times are strange. Here you come, but you ain't the same. MJ, you're coming home. Times gone by, seems to be. You couldn't have been a better friend to me. MJ, you're coming (laughs) home. You took me in and you made me laugh, yeah You had me hypnotized Lost and found and turned around By the fire in your eyes Boo-doo-boo. Cause I do care about your sunshine, yeah Cause MJ, MJ are coming home <laughs> Papa ba ba, ba 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 you're coming home. Oh ba 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 boom ba, 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 ba. <laughs> coming home. <laughs> Welcome back to page seven, MJ.
3: Woo-wee. <laughs> Thank you, Jackie. I'm cheering with my, I'm not supposed to lift my arm, so I'm doing like a very small raising the room. Tiny and raising
2: the room. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> welcome back and welcome to page seven. Um, I really have
2: been listening. I, I don't know if it's just like a Sabbath summer for me, but I've been listening to a lot of Ozzy lately and um, I'm feeling it. Sometimes you oh
3: you get on that crazy train and you can't get off. I should start listening to Ozzy. I think my husband would be very pleased if he's a he's a big metal guy and I've never once personally chosen to listen to metal and maybe this is the summer I start. Ooh for hot dad, hot summer. dad summer speaking of hot dads,
4: <laughs> Holden's here too. He's not a daddy quite yet, but I'm not a dad. Not yet a woman. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. There's something in there. There's a movie in there somewhere. I uh yeah, but I did attend attend my first birthing class yesterday. I'm prepared Oh, are you ready to birth? I am prepared to drive what I now call my baby vessel to the hospital. Um, Is that your
2: wife or the car? Good question.
4: (laughs) That would be my wife, oh. the vessel that will be splatting out my baby. Can she hear you right now? <laughs> because
2: I'm scared for your safety.
4: <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, she's absolutely lovely and fantastic. If she can't hear me right now, that's uh, my story, and I'm sticking to it. Uh, yes, I uh, I feel prepared for the hours of anguish that we are to be experiencing. It's so funny the whole thing of it, right?
2: I bet Lexi thinks it's hilarious. MJ, how do you feel about <laughs> it? Is it?
3: Does Does it bring back funny memories? It does. They're not funny or fun, but they are memories. The class is, you're you're all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed at the class and then you're watching and then you see, I had never actually seen a baby come out of a vagina before. Wow.
4: There was a uh, crowning uh, photo and it was so funny how they built it up. They were like, there was a big caution (laughs) PDF and it was just like, just baby. letting you know we are about to show you <laughs> a baby's head popping out of a vagina. Like Well, they never did
2: that on TLC's a baby story. They just fucking showed it. Yeah, yeah. right. They uh, did? I was like, oh, damn, yeah. this is
4: a lot of this is a lot of buildup from a hospital's like baby birthing class. I would assume they would just be like, yeah, and this is what her fucking inside of her tits look like. You know what I mean? It's like a cut open <laughs> pair of tits. It's also,
3: that's why you're there. Yeah, like, yeah. That is basically, you go to the class so that you can see what it looks like when the baby comes out.
4: Yeah, I think at 38, I'm good. I definitely saw a much more graphic display of what happens in seventh grade health class, I believe it was. So uh, yeah, I think I can handle like a, a head sort of emerging from a vagina without um wanting to rip my insides out of my body. <laughs> it was uh it was, but that was besides the point. I think the funniest thing was like, yeah, it's like this amazing magical thing. And yes, there's so much like love there, especially like when the baby comes out. But but for the most part, I'm just like, everybody in all of these pictures look miserable. <laughs> like while showing the process of labor. And just like they had these real pictures from like. You know, uh, of actual people kind of going through it and the different, you know, positions to get into and stuff like that. I will just say it was fun to have some people to kind of like um, sort of peanut gallery a class like that because it is over like a sort of Zoom situation and our mics are muted Uh, that definitely helped. It was also really funny because I got to see how each of us was in high school.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sure. You're not doing it. You're probably still not doing those things in person. It was
4: not in person still. Yeah, because that makes sense to me. I feel like at this point, technically, we probably could. But A, way more convenient. Plus, we got to like Order and eat Mexican food during the class, which like you wouldn't be able to do You well, know what maybe I mean. You and, like would things be able like that.
2: To do. Maybe they'll start doing birthing classes flash restaurant. Come on, in.
4: we'll shoot, we'll shoot <laughs> stuff yes. out
2: of a pussy, and you can eat a taco.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that sounds like a great themed restaurant, uh, for very specific use cases, and therefore will fold pretty quickly, but a fun one. Is I'm to not eat. an entrepreneur. <laughs> Yeah, I just uh, it was it was nice to at least be able to like kind of do that during it and be able to be like make wisecracks and stuff. I think was kind of fun. Yeah, just like the old days. Man, I'm glad I'm not in school anymore. I gotta say, no offensive, Jay.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, grad school is well. Yeah, you know the the thing I actually miss about Zoom, uh, like being on Zoom. The thing I miss about being in the room with people is being able to like make side-eye yes. people when something funny happens uh-huh. you know like if somebody says something crazy to be able to like look at somebody else and be like you getting a load of this you know and yes. I feel like I, and I can't but but also I think that my primary experience during the parenting classes which I of course did in person because it was pre-pandemic was like just wanting to judge the other parents yeah like I think you know it was just like I just wanted to I was in solidarity with with Gideon and I felt just like, I just went into it being like, probably everyone else here sucks, which for some reason is usually how I approach like any activity with strangers. And then by the end, I'm like, other people are great. I don't know why I always go in assuming everybody sucks, but that just must be like the angsty seventh grader in me still. I think it's great though, because I go in usually with the opposite where I'm like, everybody's going to love me. And then nobody does. And I'm like, (laughs)
2: I'll just, (laughs) Oh, I'll be over here.
4: <laughs> yeah, that's always the worst. Oh, man. That reminds me of, um, I had a bowling class, and I was like, fuck yeah, bowling class, right? I'm going to get just like, it's FSU, it's like the most partying shithead class ever. Uh, I'm going to get so high and go to this class. And they paired me with these two freshman girls. I was like a junior, having the time of my life, like loving life. These two freshman girls were obviously having a not fun freshman year. They were kind of, they were sort of dumpy and kind of like I was very dumpy my freshman year, oh, and booze so changed all of it. But were you miserable? Because I don't care if you're dumpy, but just be a little fun <laughs> at bowling class. I'm like, we're at fucking bowling class, and these two women, girl, they were girls, the two girls were so mean to me and so cold and i was like it's wacky fun bowling <laughs> class right let's have some fun let's crack some wise let's be let's get you want to go to my apartment we'll get sm- stoned i live like 2 blocks away let's go crazy and they were just like mm- Man, meh, meh. and they would like whisper to each other about me they do that fucking thing and I was like this are you kidding me can I get any other partner I thought this was going to be like the fun goofy class to the uh, point where I, I even... should have been your partner Holden I got failed out Jackie I probably would have done this to you if if you were with me at the time like as tight as we are now I got my friend Stephanie to go with me to some of them because I was like I'm so miserable in this what's supposed to be really fun silly goofy class that I took on purpose to like take a shithead class can you fucking can we get high and go to this class together so I don't just have these two grumpers staring at me like they're not at bowling class right now we're at bowling class I want to know what this story the grumpers are telling about, about you yes, yes. Like how annoying I was
3: asshole in bowling class I still remember uh. him I, don't I think was you were an so I was so funny.
4: <laughs> I was being so friendly. No, no, it was definitely one of those where I was trying to be like so friendly and so fun and just getting met with like icy <laughs> cold stares. And, and it would have been one thing if we were in any other class, but I'm like, we're in dumb as fuck bowling class. Like, why did you take this class if you're this joyless? I
2: get. Well, see, that was the problem. Is I failed out because I would get too stoned before the class and then not go. Oh, you didn't do. I failed, failed out of, out bowling, of bowling class. class. Mal and I both. You are uh, failed ridiculous. out of bowling class because we had an hour you in between. You are ridiculous. And it was just enough time to get from campus back to our house to go get stoned, and then we would get so stoned to the point we'd be like but do we gotta go? Right. I mean, it's bowling class, right. but the thing is all you have to do with bowling class
4: is show up.
2: That's it. You just have to show up.
4: The guy said we might take a test at the end and then we never did.
2: Of course you didn't. <laughs>
4: It was awesome, and all you literally did—it was the whole thing of it was—it was you just got to—you didn't bowl for free because you're paying thousands of dollars to go to college, <laughs> but but you got to bowl t- seemingly for free. I yes,
3: loved this.
4: It was awesome, dude. I, I mean, I I just blinders ignored these two people after a while. I was just like, they're lost cause. I they're can't loosen lost. them up. <laughs> it was almost the beginning of like a, a a fun like college comedy, right? Where I get the two grumpers to like show a little flair and have a little fun but then the part where they like become fun was lost on I think the plot it
3: sounds honestly we're gonna be talking a lot about the aughts and the different time that the aughts was versus now And yeah. oh, this oh, sounds yes. like a romantic comedy from the aughts yes like I can change those two dumpers mm-hmm. in yeah. the queens
4: and that's why it was like that's why I was just like I was just finally just like Stephanie just come with me like we're, we're gonna get high at, at 10 a.m. anyways my class is at 10.30 just Come hang out with me. I'm going to roll. I had a great time rolling. I got, uh, I, I I forget what my top score was, but I like got pretty consistently decent at bowling. You know, if you do it every day. That's
3: the because you have to, in order to get good at bowling, you have to play so much. Yes. And you can never afford to play so much. Yes. And so that's like, there was, in my hometown, sometimes there would be these like weekends where it was like, pay $2 at the beginning of the weekend and then you can like have unlimited bowling. And only then could I ever break 100 because right. it's like I have to bowl first. it's like Malcolm Gladwell and the ten thousand hours thing—it's like you have to bowl for eight hours before you can get good. at it. I get it. so yeah, angry. Yeah, yeah. I get
2: so violently angry when I play bowling. <laughs> when I play bowling. When you New play year, bowling. When I play wow. a bowl, I'm a bit of a gutter ball, bitch, as the the all would say. And I would say, well, I want the gutter things in. You know, everyone shames everybody about having the gutter things in. I like the gutter
3: things. Yeah, the Take bumpers. The anxiety out of the <laughs> I bowling. Like things the that children use. Yeah, yeah, the bumpers. The bumpers yeah, yeah. give me. The the bumpers! You could also get the little I kid thing. I used to do that. Kid- yeah. I never got to play with these when I was a little kid, but it's like now they have these things where it's like a little mountain that you put the ball on and the kid just has to push it down the mountain so it goes
2: straight. Uh-huh, makes uh-huh. sense. That's great. So they, yeah. I love yeah, it. Yeah, that makes sense. Um I didn't realize uh where my anger still lied is when <laughs> the last time I, I tried to go play bowling and then the last time I tried to go play mini golf. Love mini golf. Like Jeff got a hole in 1 and I and I kept trying I kept trying to the point that I thought I was going to throw the Spear? What is it called? Club?
4: Stick no, stick. you're just saying it. Club. Stop.
2: <laughs> club. Spear. I actually couldn't think of the word for it. I knew <laughs> it wasn't spear, though. I knew it wasn't spear.
4: It's a golf club. Just don't worry about it. Just don't ever do it. You shouldn't play that if you call it. A spear.
2: I'm so. I'm like, and he's like, and Jeff would like try to show me of like
3: you lightly hit
4: it. Oh, lightly.
2: And I'm like, I don't oh, know how to lightly hate it hit, when people hit it. give right, me right.
3: Advice on how to do something better in sports. That's my least favorite thing. And he was being so nice. He yeah. wasn't
2: being kind. At all. And I just took it. Like I was, I was so offended. See, I
4: put mini golf in the same category as I kind of put bowling because in my life, I mean, remember, because this is a this is a fun like kind of time to remember for me, right? Back in a certain point in high school, we could drive, we could go places, but we weren't even 18, most of us, much less 21. So your options were movie theater, like putt-putt golf course. Bowling. I mean, we wore these things out, and Paramounts Carowinds. I mean, we wore Paramounts Carowinds out our theme park and uh, in Charlotte Roller rink, right? So we had a roller rink. Roller rink. I and but roller rink really. What I I'm I'm excited for the roller rink to come back because I think it'd be a lot of fun. Even though now actually the thought of it, I'm like injury, injury, <laughs> injury, injury, medical bills, health insurance. Oh. That's all I can think of actually now that I think about it. But I want the roller rink to come back because I thought that was like one of the funnest shits we did as kids. Yeah. And laser tag. I I don't oh, understand I why. Laser why Laser tag had to go away because even as an adult, I would fucking love to go play oh, laser tag. Oh, it's still there, and baby. I don't want to play paintball. Yeah, I don't. I'm sorry. Yeah. Is it cool if like I don't experience horrible pain while I enjoy my gun game? I just want to fucking shoot people lasers and be like, ah, you're sniping. Wow, like get all mad the about pa- dumb and the shit. the
3: paintball, the kids, who the, the kids who played paintball in high school always got way too aggro about it.
4: Yes. And, but the reason why I say I put all these in one category, Jackie, and what I want to push you towards when you the next time you bowl or play putt-putt, the score doesn't matter. You skip the hole if you don't like it. Yeah. If you don't get the ball in the hole, you pick the ball up, you move on. You're there to be high. Are you and... saying that I can't do it? <laughs> Are you saying yes. that
2: I can't? I'm saying you don't have to do it. No, you're right. You I shouldn't know. I, do it. I try to be zen. Honestly, thank Christ for weed. Because it's like, I as long as I'm still, like I actually... I mean, weed helps me in many, many, many ways. And that is one of them that I I actually can play a game now because if I just get a little bit stoned, I'm like, I don't have to care as much.
4: Yeah, there's no score. Who gives a shit? Perfect example, even better example almost in my opinion, I really enjoy going out to the golf course and playing like nine holes to a full round of golf. I can't imagine that. Do you get a cart though? See, I'll drive the Yes, cart. you get a cart like and you get beers life. and I don't even finish most holes. To be quite honest, I don't keep score. To be quite honest with you, I have a really hard time contacting the club with the ball when I drive. So most of the time I don't even drive the ball down the fucking fair lane because like I kept whiffing so many times that I'm like, fuck it. And I just like throw it down the fair lane and then light a joint, bro. Yeah, bro. (laughs) The whole point of golf is that you're outside on a beautiful day and the score doesn't matter because you're fucking horrible at it. And just, I read this really funny tweet from somebody the, uh, 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 the other day actually saying like, the best thing about golf is that it's like this Thing that like men invented to to frustrate them until they die, and I thought that was just like that is so funny because it's so kind of true. Like that's like a lot of people's versions of retirement is just like going out every day and getting and just getting so angry at this fucking game because if you get. So you can decide to take the game seriously like my brother did the last time we went out to play golf and get insanely angry for no reason, even though it's like you're never going to be fucking Tiger Woods, bro. Like, just chill and get smoke this fucking weed and just enjoy a beautiful day and a little, like, some the most mild exercise ever and the fun little cart that you get to drive around and almost hit other people with and laugh and stuff.
3: But this is how I feel about all games, like... Why? Why try? Really? Is my motto. <laughs> like I'm just here to have fun. Why but try? then, the <laughs> yeah. But then the competitive people, if it's a team game, it's are the, like, ruin you're yeah. ruining everything because you're just standing there having a good time, and I'm here to play. Oh,
4: MJ, the I have this very specific memory of being on sports teams, and and the little actor in me feeling like I had to pretend to be upset because <laughs> we were losing, even though in my head I'm like, who gives a fuck? That we're losing. <laughs> It's Saturday. I can't wait to have my Capri Sun and orange slice at halftime and then go home and watch TV movies for the rest of the day. Like, why are you why are you guys giving a fuck? We're in middle school. We're, fu- you know, we're not going pro here. We're not we're not, you know, money's not riding on this fucking lacrosse game, brah. Just fucking, uh, you know, why are we why do we have to be like, man, I can't believe they scored more goals than us. Yeah. You know, what I mean? it's just like who fucking cares, dude? Yeah. Like it's and I would totally feel for you if you were like I, I was like on a even a high school team with you and you were like taking this really seriously because you're trying to get like a scholarship or something, but like we were the worst team in the league and and never were going to be better. So, you know, and and that's always fun to watch, you the the slow acceptance of the team of the loss. <laughs> But then I would always try to like get them to go into the bad news bears direction where it's like, yeah, we're losing. Let's be fucking fun fuckers for the rest of this game. And just like, talk funny shit and like have fun oh
2: my god we need a team of bruisers
4: yes let's create
2: a bad news bears adult version where well, we don't give a fuck but yeah. I think that what's gonna end up happening is we're gonna go to some sort of field and just get drunk in a field and
3: I think that that is what <laughs> is like gonna holding happen. a ball in our hand while we get
4: drunk you're literally describing every single adult softball league that exists yes. and yes we could join any one of them uh, easily yeah
3: that's my th- definitely I'll, I feel like like every Once a year, since I've been in my 20s, no longer in my 20s, since my 20s began, once a year I'll be like, hey, you guys want to do like a kickball game? And everyone's like, uh, all right, no. no. And then it, like, let's just go drink outside instead. And then that's yeah. where it lands, which that's is fine.
4: fine. Well, we used to go out. Jackie, you kind of, my, I think you joined for some of these. We used to go throw the pigskin around and do like a quick pickup game of now, football played played on keg Sundays. we played keg-wiffle ball. Uh, I think well, y'all played yeah, keg-wiffle keg wiffle ball. Keg ball. You've that described that on page I'm seven, sure I'm I sure. Have. I'm sure you have. I miss the keg-wiffle ball uh, era. Uh, I was I, I was not with you guys during that. But there was a while there where a bunch of us in Brooklyn on Sundays would go to McCarran Park and do pick-up uh ta- like touch football games this. and have a great time. Oh, I wouldn't be
2: invited to that. I'd get too angry.
4: My favorite was, and my favorite moment was this is back when I was smoking. We were just about to start the play. I lit a cigarette. Kellen even looked at me and was like, you f- motherfucker. Cause like I lit a cigarette, like just being really cocky with the cigarette in my mouth. Ran all the way down the field, <laughs> caught the football, got the touchdown. That's how I know you were young smoking when my <laughs> cigarette. There's no way you could do that. Now you die. It made me cough just thinking about it. Yeah, it's so funny, man. That was like one of the best (laughs) moments of my entire life. That was one of the greatest moments of my life. Everybody saw it, and I was such a badass.
2: I I guess something that would not be the greatest moment in Batman's life is what is currently going on with Batman being thrown under the fucking bus. It's not his fault. He tried to eat out Catwoman, Uh. but the (laughs) censorship told
4: him no. Let's unpack this. This is one of those fun things that you sort of slowly get to recognize via just random tweets. Heroes don't eat out. They they don't eat out. So many random tweets I wake up to just talking about pussy eating and Batman, and I'm just like, what the fuck? Why is Twitter like this always? And then I just went and then I immediately went and rewatched Bo Burnham's Inside. Then I went back to Twitter and found out the true reason, which, of course, is that in the new Harley Quinn show, which Jackie and I, especially on Talking TV, have been gushing about, love this show. Love. And this makes me love the show even more. They tried to have a scene where Batman was eating out Catwoman and DC. Wouldn't let them do it. One of the people behind it, uh, uh, s- told this anecdote. Said that DC wouldn't allow it, saying that quote, a- "Heroes don't do that." And then the interviewer said,
2: "Are you saying heroes are just selfish lovers?" And they were like, "No, it's that we sell consumer toys for heroes. It's hard to sell a toy if Batman is also going down on someone." <laughs>
3: Which, what are you talking about? It is, yeah, yeah. Like, well, Miss, uh, I somebody uh, this. I'm still in this a tweet but somebody was just like all they had to do is say that he's a children's character that's it why do you have to say that That, all that's all they had to say but instead they're like no no no, it's 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 a moral issue with being a hero
4: this is a wording (laughs) issue yeah i think this is a wording they should have uh, gotten their fucking words right, though, because
2: this is that is it's just we live already in such a sex shaming puritanical society when it comes to the idea of talking about sex that like Harley Quinn, which also MJ, I think that you might dig it. Yeah, I'm sorry, I think you might like it. <laughs> it's on HBO Max, and it is an adult version of yeah. Like, following I think you Quinn, will like it. And her best friend is Poison Ivy, and it's just talking about like essentially like mental illness shit and like keeping shit real. It's great. Yeah,
4: That's a good uh, maybe Gideon show too because yeah. it's got that crossover I think appeal. he's
3: already watching it. Oh, but, okay, but yeah, it yeah. yeah. Catch an episode. But I like to watch a superhero sometimes. I, I started watching the, uh, the Loki. Oh! So I'm
2: down oh okay. You like it? You're nerd than me. Oh You're God. watching Loki.
3: All these people are out here saying they like it more than WandaVision and I don't understand that because okay. Wandavision's
2: like the best show I've ever seen. I think seen it might be one of the best heroes. shows I've ever seen. It blew my mind. Yeah,
3: like, and it wasn't... And I mean and I didn't like it because it wasn't didn't feel like it was about superheroes but to me that show was about grief like and that you know and and Loki seems like a cool superhero show about time and that's cool but I just I so I'm a little bit mind blown by all these people saying that they like it more than WandaVision but maybe that's because I just like... well
4: I'm more of a time person than a grief person so yeah, that would explain yeah. it for me <laughs> <laughs> yeah you didn't take that BuzzFeed quiz who are you a time person or a grief person or a
3: grief person <laughs> <laughs> definitely a grief I person I guess I'm a grief person <laughs> <laughs> I'm absolutely
4: a grief person <laughs> oh absolutely
3: if you I give mean... me the option to watch a show about time or grief I will choose grief every oh, time every time that time. Honestly yeah. is, I think that is the difference between me and some nerds. Oh, oh my God. MJ, are you watching Mare of Easttown yet? Oh yeah. I th- finished.
2: Yes. yes. Oh. Talk about a grief show. Yeah, I love a good Woo.
3: show about
4: grief. Oh my God. Sad,
2: Sad people showing to me. <laughs> and I did say this in our email, but I think that Lex Luthor would eat the shit out of my pussy. <laughs> I'm fairly sure that it's like, if we're going to go this route, then now I'm going to now assume, then I already would rather have had relations with most of the supervillains anyway. But I guess that means we just got to up it a bit. Because I think, because like even if let's say Batman doesn't eat pussy, he would create a, de- a pleasure device, I feel, that would he could use while having sex with someone that would give them more pleasure,
3: right? So I didn't find, I was like enjoying Batman cunnilingus Twitter before finding for like a full day before looking for the actual origin of the story. And I was assuming that it was about that, because isn't Batman's whole thing is that he's kind of like a sad piece of shit. And so I was like, is this like a, because the like is this just like a he's a piece of shit and that's why he won't eat pussy? But it but I didn't realize and now I understand that he actually would. But I feel like if we're debating on the, the personalities of superheroes who would and who wouldn't, I would have probably put Batman in the wouldn't category just because his whole thing is that he's a sad boy. He's Ben Affleck. Yeah, he is Ben Affleck.
0: Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks. Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra.
1: And sad boys eat that
4: pussy, bro, because yeah. they get it all moist with their tears. You're
3: right. You're right. I, I, I should Lube not it I, with the tears. I, I, I shouldn't imply that sad boys don't eat pussy. I think that they, they deal, eat it but the I, most.
4: Emo kids, come on, emo yes. kids. Uh, you just sit knows. on his
3: face instead if you're too yeah. sad to get <laughs> and up and do it. And he just sings
4: songs. Yeah,
3: but it's not that. I guess it's not his sadness that would that would make me think that maybe he wouldn't. But his like. Isn't isn't Batman kind of He is sad. Isn't he doesn't he have a reputation as a bit of a whiner? Yes, like a bit of like a, a sad. He's a sad man. Yeah.
2: Which is why I also like I think you'll really enjoy Harley Quinn because that is kind of the thing where it's just Batman is the butt of a joke, where it's just like he has no powers and he's got a bunch of money. Yeah. Essentially, money is his power. Right. And I'm saying this as a stan of Batman. Yeah. I am a Bat stan <laughs> and I Still feel that like now that I'm being introduced more into the world of being a nerd, I get that now. Because I always thought that Batman, uh uh-oh, young person alert, was the GOAT. And I'm learning now that he's not the young person alert GOAT. (laughs) And that's okay. Because we all have to grow a different... Times, even though I'm a grief person and not a time person.
4: Yeah, and I mean Batman also is a grief person. Oh, he's very much a grief person because his fucking parents
2: died. Uh He's got issues, (laughs) and there are a lot of people out here that issue have issues, including Chrissy Teigen.
3: Because we have
2: to talk about this. We do need to bring up Chrissy Teigen. And talk about, although technically, uh, her are we have we switched to Tiguan yet? Oh, She's is it Tiguan? Oh. Everyone is mispronouncing her name; that it's actually Tygen. Is this like It's like Tiger, Tiger.
4: Uh, yeah. So I want to come out just because I'm like the heel of this show. You are the heel and, of the show, and say I'm Team Christy. I just don't <laughs> understand why she can't tell people to kill oh, themselves. You
2: are. I'm. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna scrub the calluses off the ear I'm
4: scrubbing you. I'm scrubbing you with my
2: grit right now. Yeah, he hates I'm it. Old. He hates it, but I now he's clean. <laughs> Sorry, I'm saying this as someone that, yes, last night I did again, even the last time I promised I would never do it again. I did do the booty treatment that all the skin's gonna,
3: I'm gonna have baby feet. I did it too! But, oh. You doing baby feet again? I, I did it too, yeah, I did it a couple weeks ago, it was great. Uh, your, your, your feet baby. peel for a week, for a whole week, you're just, you're
4: shed.
2: Holden, I'm gonna bring my baby feet over to your house and I'm gonna leave a trail of
3: skin. Uh. <laughs> a snake never sheds its skin.
4: Lexi did it. What is it up with you broads and exfoliating? You got you to exfoliate. I was
3: thrilled. I, I there, We must have all read the same listicle that was like, here are some beauty things you can do at home. And I was like, yeah, get this shit off my feet. Get and it was awesome.
4: I just realized why I hate the word listicle. It sounds like testicle. Yeah, but I love the word testicle. It sounds like this dangly, gross, you know, I love thing. testicles, No, though. come on. You I don't love not like You're not like, ooh, give me those big, juicy testicles. Like, come on. No one talks. Like, no one uses that word, the sexual fun way I don't use it in a fun way no it's always like I found a bug on your testicles like you know what
2: I mean (laughs) oh my god Holden do you need to talk about this (laughs) I might have something going on All right, we don't have have time
4: for it do you have ball bugs I don't have the good health care I'm just slowly fading into the shadows becoming this father (laughs) character so we'll get to my nut bug hopefully in 2024 we'll see We'll see.
3: I think that testicle is a better word than listicle. I think testicle is a fun <laughs> word. Yeah, but,
4: but <laughs> it's a better word we're than listicle. Yeah. Most words are a better word than listicle. Anyways, how did Chrissy get owned this week? So,
2: all right, you know, here on page <laughs> seven, I believe that we're all of the same field. Of I appreciate that she is, uh, she is both very attractive and actually is very funny. I appreciate the fact that she eats food because that's what we have to celebrate <laughs> Chrissy Teigen for because that really. is I love what it how is.
4: politically this is from Jackie right now. This is literally like you are at the debates right now or something.
2: I just it, it's difficult for. <laughs> (laughs) me because I hate I don't like looking at someone being like, I don't like you because I don't like you, you know? Yes. I feel like I have to understand, which is why I try not to bring hate on this show. So
4: then you feel validated a little bit. Like a little when bit. <laughs> it actually turns out that they really were. Which but we maybe knew those, Maybe you had women's intuition. Maybe you had an intuition on this person. We
2: already bit. knew as a society that Chrissy Teigen is a bully and she uses her platform, but the thing is that she uses her platform usually against the people that her fans serve support her being a bully towards. So this does bring up a much bigger conversation of like, okay, so you'll allow, and I'm saying this, I, you know I'm anti-Trump, but you'll allow her to berate Trump and that's okay because he's a fucking horrible person. But that does then, unfortunately, I feel, go under the umbrella of, well, we'll also allow you to get away with doing things that especially in the past were seen as okay and funny which i mean listen to the round table of gentlemen if you want to hear the, the someone growing up that people have people grow she has learned the fact that she can't do this shit but it doesn't take away the fact that a, a person was 16 years old and was groomed into marrying a 50 year old and at the time she incessantly sent them dms yeah. telling them to kill
4: themselves and that's what telling it, like up. that
2: is it's, like it's not that's like right, a public as much as I don't want anyone to be made fun of for their choices, but you tweeting out a funny thing, I guess, quote, I'm, I'm heavy quotes about someone who's being groomed in a time when the word groomed was not being used, right?
4: Yeah, at all,
2: right? It wasn't. It was seen as that. Well, she was 16 and she chose to marry this person, and now they're coming out and talking about how like. Finally divorced from this 50 year old who was also the creepy guard in the Green Mile, by the way. How could you ever marry that guy? Did you say
4: their name too? Chris, uh, uh, Stodden. Yes.
2: Yeah, Courtney Stodden. Courtney Stodden. Stra- yeah. Courtney yeah. Stodden yeah. Cor- is, yeah, is the 16 year old who had married this 50 year old motherfucker. And, um, the world slut shamed them for it,
4: but but yeah, I, I agree with you too, though. and the sense that, especially after doing like our Britney Spears episode and episodes of that time period, right? They, like the tweets themselves, I would almost go to bat for in the sense of we uh, it was totally cool and totally in right. to pile on celebrities, to pile on people in the spotlight. At that time, it was a really nasty, cynical, shitty time. In celebrity culture, that I think we look back on and kind of shudder a little bit—the way we treated Britney Spears in 2008 with her her mental health issues, the way that we treated this grooming situation 100%. back then—I would almost go to bat, but it is actually the DMs that make me go, "Hold on Ooh. a second,
2: what the fuck?"
4: DMs. You are a supermodel at this time. Yeah, period, you are a, You're super a famous, model, like... successful supermodel. Right. Why are you she telling a 16 year person. old to kill herself? Right. Yeah.
3: I right it's the 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 Chrissy Teigen thing is actually right I think much more interesting than <laughs> Chrissy Teigen herself who is like just gun like the 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 Vox article that you sent Jackie was like very very helpful for me in terms of the quote I was like oh my god Jackie must have hated this quote that was like Chrissy Teigen was like the the Jennifer Lawrence of the supermodel world. Yes. <laughs> I was like, this quote was designed she's in one a lab to make Jackie's She's curious. just like us. She's, she's a hot woman who eats and is funny. Can you what? believe it?
4: It is the funny, All those quotes, all those like profile quotes from back in the day being like, yeah, I know that we always say that celebrities like food, but Chrissy likes, likes food. 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 Yeah, no shit. Liking food is, like, the weirdest, like, personality trait to me. I don't know. It's like, I guess you're a foodie. We fucking, everyone eats food. Like, what the fuck are you talking Yeah, I like food. Right.
3: but And I get, like, she, like, Chrissy Teigen has, like, a very appealing, like, aesthetic. She's like, I cook shit. I got my cookware line. And there's been times that I... You know, she spoke about postpartum depression, which I think is really great. She spoke about IVF and, like, infertility stuff. So I think that there has been times where she's done interesting things and important things, but also, right, like, her thing was kind of based on the novelty of, like, somebody's hot and kind of interesting and funny. Whoa, whoa. You know, like, that was, like, very novel back, like, in the kind of aughts time we're talking about. And, like you said, Holden, it was just, like, I feel like, in a way, Chrissy Teigen is getting, you know, canceled. First, it's... Okay, so let me try to make this full circle. Cancel culture as a phrase I think is is dumb. And canceling people, I feel, for something
2: that happened in the past that I do feel that we go after people very
3: fast yeah.
2: nowadays yeah. to be
3: like, cancel them, kick them out of the zeitgeist. Right. People can learn and grow. Totally, especially when it comes to things that they did when they were younger, right? Like... Like totally, but and of course that is barring you know sexual assault, barring
2: many other of course much bigger issues that no, that's canceled. Of
3: course, get rid of them. But <laughs> what the but what is actually good about what people mean when they say cancel culture is like don't bully people anymore. Don't call. Don't tell people to kill themselves. Don't be racist.
4: And you can't just do it in secret yes, anymore. And, like like that especially actually, over DMs. Exactly. Unless it's verbal and there's no lip readers around and you know they don't have a cell phone with a recorder on in their pocket. I mean, it is so... You have to be so stealthy ninja-like with your bullying, but then it gets to a point where... And I'd already just say that about her DMs, period. Like, how much effort are you going to go through to bully somebody? Like, Jesus, like, why are you going that's the weird part is like damn you sat down and like dm would this person right. like that is how far you needed to go and then yeah and then the whole other side of this with that whole grooming issue with courtney is like so crazy in hindsight i mean just the
3: whole story is a is an example of how absolutely fucked up our society was in 2000 what year was it 2011 this like 20, 2011 2011? not that long ago we like had page 7 at that point i think right like oh yeah and, here, Doctor Drew is up here giving this t the sixteen year old a breast exam yeah. on television to see so crazy. if her breasts were real. Yeah, like what in the fuck? And so right, so so right now, Chrissy Teigen is getting canceled over some shit that was actually every. It was just the cultural norm, everywhere? like Holden was saying. Yeah. Everybody, bull- uh, Think about. Amanda Bynes, Lindsay Lohan, right? Who has also
4: come up. Perez Hilton. Perez Hilton in general. like That was the brand, right? That was the cool thing. That kind of led the way. And I remember working at an office and being with other people in their 20s working in offices who ate that shit up. We all did. We thought it was, you know, we were like, finally, these people that we put on pedestals are getting knocked down, yada, yada, yada. But like, we weren't knocking down the right ones. And we were, it was all kind of malicious and gross and based on our own insecurities that we even reveled in that, right? I remember this one, uh, Howard Stern. I was watching a lot of Stern back at offices in those days too. And they had on a guy that um this gross douchebag that was a teacher at his high school ended up like marrying his like 17 year old student they came on the show and he thought he was they were all going to be like hell yeah high five and literally Howard Stern proceeded to shame him Whoa. for the entire interview and told him how disgusting this was and like and he came in definitely being all like kind of puffed out kind of like look what I got it's big score right bros Whoa. and he was like this is She's a child. What the fuck are you doing? And it was very interesting to see that because, and it was such a stern move because it was like, so not what, you know, diverting the expectations of what you think would go down. Uh But that was so rare to see that. That was like, that was what it was almost like, oh wow, that's so exotic to see someone reprimanding someone else for being a complete and utter predator.
3: Right. I think that it was just like the mass culture at this time was like just so... Fucking disgusting, and what cancel culture is now is, I think, mostly an effort to correct that. So, on the one hand, Chrissy Teigen is kind of absorbing the brunt of what of behaving the way that everybody kind of behaved on the internet at the time. But then, how do you feel about the apology? How do you, like, what do you think? I also think that she should be held accountable. Like, I think that her apology, you know, I think that you. that's what you do if you get canceled. If you get caught and canceled, meaning in this case, caught being a piece of shit. Yeah. Then you have to say, man, I was a big piece of shit and I'm so sorry. And that's it. Like Chrissy Teague is gonna be fine. That's why cancel culture is, I think, usually a dumb phrase because most of the yeah, time nobody goes back. anywhere. She's not gonna go anywhere. I was gonna to say
4: too, all she has to do with her millions of dollars in her giant mansion and her social life that I'm sure she still has that, just, but definitely fucking go away for a little while. Yeah, take a bump up and then her. come
3: back. Like, that's yeah, the
4: <laughs> Yeah, that's what's annoying. Not. Well, she hasn't
2: tweeted yeah. since
4: the apology, right? Like... No, she
2: did immediately. Then she showed, uh, like, really? she's just gotten, like, a new tattoo. And yeah. she was, like, the kind of thing. She's going to be
4: fine. Just so annoying. That's the part that pisses me off. It's like, yeah, apologize. But also, don't just go immediately back to your fucking brand. And don't just immediately go back to being a... Uh, social media persona, you need to go the fuck away. Like you need to.
3: Like you said, even if it's just for like a month, I, I don't think, and I think people stay- I think it
4: should be at least a year personally. Yeah. If not, I was going to suggest like five years. If she wants to really come back in a, in, but but you are living in a mansion, you have kids and you have a, you can just, why do you have, why, there, there's an addiction going on here with the social media shit and the brand yes. that is annoying as fuck to me. Yeah, yeah you have to live in the eyes of other people. Yeah. Like, that's
3: what celebrity, like, I mean, yeah, what is, what is she supposed to do? I, right, I, on the one hand, I do think that there is there is an interesting conversation about, like, what does restorative justice look like? How do we deal with people who have been canceled? We don't want them to, like, off. Again, it's different if we're talking about, like, Louis C.K. or people who are accused of really uh, accused and w- with lots of evidence to believe of that non-consensual, really done, consensual, right. you know, acts and things like that. But again, he's still on tour. That's the thing. He's, still, he's <laughs> not like, he's <laughs> anywhere. And and then right, so it's like, what is it? What is it? What what should I? I do think that Chrissy Teigen was in the wrong here. There's no question about it. The fact that she was doing what a lot of other people did at the time, Doctor Drew should also be canceled. I think he's been God canceled. Get, oh, get like, well,
2: get, and Doctor <laughs> Phil, all of those, all the fake Doctor, like, bullshit yeah. doctors really should be. All
3: all of these people who are responsible for this culture are should be held held accountable for it.
4: It seems to me, unless she deleted them after the fact because she realized how dumb she's being that uh, she has not tweeted since just talking about Courtney. Oh, okay. Well, ta- she's been on, on her public Insta. App. She's definitely been posting That on is Insta. so, but that's actually almost more annoying. Like, oh, you're just going to like sneak it past the fucking goalie because yeah. it's on Insta, not on Twitter, that you're just like still p- propping your brand up and doing like advertisements and yeah. shit? Yeah. Fuck yeah. off, And you know who that, wouldn't like, do That this? is annoying
2: who would never do this to Batman. us. Not Batman, I'm talking about Wasabi. I need to okay. just, I need to talk oh, about Wasabi right. real quick. The winner of the Westminster Dog Show, because Wasabi is perfect, and there's internet hate about Wasabi, the Pekinese. and I think that Wasabi, even though he had little bits of grass in him, I think he's perfect, and I love Wasabi.
4: Apparently, um, the Westminster Dog Show just came out with a quote for Wasabi saying, quote, wasabi would never suck dick.
3: No. <laughs> little wasabi. cute dogs
4: just don't do that. And I don't know what that is. It sounds very anti-pride, I feel like, a little bit. But, wasabi you know, we'll see what's also going on. Wasabi getting
3: internet bullied. Everyone's making funny, fun of Wasabi's appearance. And it's not I mean, nice. It's, she's cute. I love yeah. Wasabi. He's cute. It's cute. Yeah. Pe- Pekingese the... are, are freakish dogs, but I love
2: them. I love <laughs> I, them a lot. It's just so funny because my mom... Asked me if I was watching the Westminster Dog Show. And I was like, no, no, I'm not. And she's like, you've got to see. you got to put it on. So she made me go put it on. And then I'm watching because I like the Westminster Dog Show. And I thought Wasabi was just the cutest. And it's just so funny. We're like, what's going on with people? That they were like, fuck this dog. This dog looks like a mop. I hate the dog. And I, was
4: like, uh, I can just drop everything and rewatch Bo Burnham's Inside. And uh, come back and talk to me. It is literally just like. How weird we've gotten with social media that anyone would have an opinion on this at all, besides uh, my name for Wasabi, which is Gilda Radner's hair.
3: Oh, that y'all. dog is not even the moppiest looking dog. There's other dogs that look way more like mops. Yeah.
4: Oh, and that hair is so like. Lovely too, and flowy and nice. Yeah, yeah and I do love um, a this.
2: Uh, a tweet from Mr. George Wallace it said, "Please sign my petition to make Wasabi my sidekick, and Wasabi will get into all kind of messes, and I'll say, Wasabi, what am I gonna do with you?" And I
3: think that <laughs> that's a great. It
4: was also uh, MJ. You want to guess what Wasabi's mom's name is?
3: Oh, oh my god, <laughs> a human mom or a dog mom? Dog mom. Uh, as it's got to be like. Ginger
4: Ooh. or sushi related?
1: Sushi!
3: sushi? You got
2: oh. it! Yay.
4: Early blind item. Early Good blind <laughs> item.
2: Um, I love wasabi. And if you haven't looked at wasabi yet, I stop where you're doing and go look at a picture of wasabi and how
3: cute wasabi is.
4: Yeah. yeah. Wasabi
3: should take the throne that Chrissy Teigen was on before of like beloved, wacky.
4: Uh, wasabi, she's just, just like us. <laughs> just like
3: <laughs> yeah, because wasabi is just like so us. So relatable. Like us. And Chrissy Teigen is not. No, brand. she, she yeah. never will be and wasabi always will be wasabi is perfect and wasabi has
2: never bullied anyone to the point of thinking about suicide I <laughs> or did a
4: shitty quibby show bark, bark, yeah bark, none bark. of that happened. wasabi
2: you want me to do what bark 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 no
3: wasabi I shouldn't I gotta eat this banana <laughs> I wonder what this is gonna do to John Legend's brand of being like the world's nicest guy you know he stands well, by well you know her-
4: what's funny that Vox article even had to say the, that you sent us Jackie even had to say up top like just note John Legend is on the v- board of Vox. Oh, so yeah. that's gotta be really yeah. interesting. I mean, he must have seen that art. Like, he must be very w- aware of all of this happening. I think that he can kind of just, he's so low-key, yeah. right? He can just kind of, he's just he's like, such, like a doormat. Legend.
3: Everyone calls me <laughs> yeah? Yeah. I'm Arthur. chill. It's fine. Yeah. He yeah.
2: <laughs> just seems very chill, which, I mean, I don't know, that is the the... The face that he gives out, but I'm down. I mean, and we didn't even get to talk about the explosive diarrhea on the set of Ultimate Slip and Slide Liz. because we had too many other things to scream about to we'll
4: talk about. I think that's all you need. I mean, it's called Ultimate Slip and Slide, and the issue was they had to shut down production because everyone had like there terrible were parasites diarrhea. parasites in the water. Yes, there were parasites in the water. By the way, this is not far from where we live, right, Jackie? So I was like, uh, the other part of me was like, where is this and what was the source of the water? Because... This is not. This was a not like a exotic shoot. Very this was like in California. That is.
2: That's my. I mean, I've told you guys, <laughs> monsters inside me. That horrible show. Well, that's. I mean, I'm already terrified of water just in general. But the idea, the little bugs. Can swim up inside of my holes and make me shit everywhere. They're all over the slide.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. You don't know, like water parks, so you must not like the slip and slide show premise. No. This is like, this show is my dream show, and now I'm not even going to be able to watch it without thinking about explosive diarrhea. I guess I'll start calling them shit and slides.
4: <laughs> Come on, <laughs> guys.
3: Yeah, I
2: came up with it. I'm sure other people have, but they probably couldn't write it in the article. <laughs>
4: So funny. <laughs> Shit in slides. Right, guys? All right. Hit me with the share. Do, Do you believe it? Are celebrity affairs orchestrated? Bum, bum,
2: bum. Yes, yeah, probably. But
4: please. Yeah, for sure. But either way, this comes in from Mary Beth, who starts with, oh. That's my brand's slogan. Oh, my God. Ariana, Ariana? trying to steal from me. <laughs> yeah, right? Someone wrote in about that, too, actually. I'll read that at some point, but whatever with that. By the way, a lot of Maddie's giving Ariana love. I think there's some weird signifier between people named Maddie and really liking Ariana Grande <laughs> and I don't know what it is.
2: Ooh, and also looking sexy like in uh, Euphoria. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She's a child, but technically the actress is an adult.
4: But. Uh, Mary Beth says, okay, so I've got a conspiracy <gasps> theory that came from a former boss. She believed that Hillary Clinton arranged the affair between Slick Willie and Monica Lewinsky. Her theory was that Hill's dog thought that Willie seemed too weak as a president and that reflected poorly on her now that's not directly a celebrity theory but it got me thinking what if most if not all celebrity affairs are orchestrated Angie and Brad fake Marilyn Monroe and JFK whatever (laughs) Kristen Stewart and Rupert Sanders facade oh well who knows but anyway I love you fuckers Holden I used to have a squirty bird all for you but I say that with no disrespect well? it's just funny for me to say wow that's very funny yeah. um, I'm disgusting seriously though a few years ago I introduced my mom to the LPN shows and told my mom that you were one of the funniest comedians I'd ever heard and without a beat under her breath she responded well I don't know about that
3: <laughs> <laughs> I thought she was gonna be
4: like yeah and he's
3: cute too like I yeah, thought yeah right now no, no. mom's like no that is no. so funny <laughs> oh.
4: Jackie, I'm an acquired taste. (laughs) Jackie, you are my queen and I stan MJ. Thanks for all the laughs. Roundtable has gotten me through a rough time or two. Bird Luger forever. All my love, Mary Beth. Thank you so much, Mary Beth, for that. And uh, let's just, let's go down the line for starting with the big one. Uh, Did Hillary Clinton orchestrate the affair between Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky?
3: I love that. Remind me the reason why she did that?
4: Uh, her theory, uh, Hill's dog thought that Willie seemed too weak as a president, and that reflected poorly on her. Like he, he had to kind of show that oh. he was like got them big cummy balls. No. And he's putting them in in young ladies' mouths. In the <laughs> Oval Office kind of makes him a renegade, a badass. You know what I mean? The saxophone gig wore off a little bit. People were like, all right, whatever. He plays saxophone, but that doesn't mean he's a badass. And so he was like, well, what about this cigar? This
3: is such a more appealing reality than the actual reality. Which is
4: probably not, right? He's just a serial cheater. But I do think
3: other
2: ones are definitely orchestrated, though.
4: Definitely. Uh, So here we go. Let's go keep going here. And then maybe you can give me some that you think that aren't uh, on the little list that Mary Beth sent. Uh, Angelina and Brad. Angelina and Jolie and Brad Pitt. And I guess they're talking about really when they the got cheater, together. The GD was yes. Yeah, yeah.
2: I I do feel that that was um, a publicity thing. It's yeah, a little it's too
4: good PR. to be ch- true, yeah. right? With the Mister and Mrs. Smith oh, yeah. and everything, and or if anything, there was like something there, and then they like and then they used it. Yeah, they like used it. A team happened of people. with
2: Bennifer, originally. Yes. That was like, okay. they were being used. I like and they were open about the fact that like I think that it started real, and then they felt like it was such a roller coaster like it was a big snowball effect that they kind of got lost in the pressure from the media the pressure between just like them getting married and all that other kind of shit that they probably didn't even know if it was real at that point. right right like at first I
4: thought uh by snowball effect you were making a reference to clerks and you were meaning that um he came in her mouth and then she kissed the comeback into his I
2: mean who hasn't done that the
4: snowball yeah very (laughs) fun Uh, it would be so
2: difficult to get it out of your mouth into someone else's mouth and back in like is it anything at that point (laughs) (laughs) right
4: (laughs) Uh, what about Marilyn Monroe and JFK, I kind of feel like Marilyn Monroe was used, um, so used by everyone that, like, technically, yes, but she was literally just being thrown around like a ragdoll by these uh, horrific people. Yeah. Yeah. I think that
2: was just a bad one. I think that was all bad. Yeah. I don't think they had any, uh, I don't think Marilyn Monroe- Again,
4: though, you could connect that to, I would almost believe that more than the Hillary Bill thing when it comes to, like, JFK, he's got his, like- you know, um, not Madonna. He's got his Madonna, whatever he needs his, or he's got his Virgin. He needs, he needs his quote cor- like,
3: yeah. yeah.
4: right? And so to make him like this, like slick, amazing, you know, whatever to dudes, president. Uh, Kristen Stewart and Rupert Sanders I'm not too familiar
2: is. with who Rupert Sanders is <coughs> I think, oh was wait that was, was that the director
4: yeah I think maybe that's the yes! guy
2: yes that... uh-huh. I think that was another one of those things that they got caught and then they used it I yeah think I don't movie, I
4: think that, that was, that was more natu- al- natural natural though because that's not a good look for her no at, neither at one of them yeah yeah for sure so okay any other ones off the top of the dome you think were fully orchestrated before we move on I mean Ooh, I was gonna say benefit I feel
3: like that Was told. I mean, but again, what's and we didn't talk
4: about the pictures. By the way, we didn't talk about the the new the side by side of them kissing back in the day. Them kiss. There's video. It looks like they're in love. They're in
2: love. They're in
4: love. I hope they make a fucking horrible movie together. Please oh my can god! close the circle with like a terrible film starring the two of them.
3: It's Please. too bad that we watched Gigli at the beginning of the pandemic because my brain is yeah. obviously has just trauma erased the memory of, I don't remember, I don't remember, a, remember. a single thing about The Gigli. only
4: thing I remember was the the like trying to make a comedy gangster movie beginning where he's like, shoving a guy's head in the washing machine or whatever right that was like the only thing I remember from that movie
3: yeah I remember the feeling I remember what it made me feel which was bad but I don't remember (laughs) anything else
0: pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks oh yeah that's me nothing extra just perfection and a straw coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block because there are drinks then there are drinks from McDonald's
1: Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by Chev and has many campuses, including at 2121, 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.
2: You know what I will say about this conspiracy I'm sorry, conspiracy theory <laughs> is that I think that really what it is is that the media manipulates things in a way where it is orchestrated to a point because I think that it is people being people and either making a mistake or making a choice and I think that the media takes it and conflates it into a way that it could be construed as being manipulated into doing it because I think that they take little things like remember that like when Justin Timberlake was doing that the movie and he was talking with somebody and he had like his hand up on her thigh and everyone's like, he's cheating on Jessica Biel. That bastard is cheating on Jessica Biel. When it's like, man, I've also been like, you could see his eyes are barely open. He was so drunk. Yeah. That like, I feel that it's things like that, that, you know, who knows what happened? We don't know, but th- these pictures take something and make it into just something else completely. Right. And I think that that happens a lot more than doesn't happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Right. Yeah. And I think that when you are a person who lives that much in the public eye, what you want and are doing is real, but also other people are making all these decisions for you. So it's kind of hard to draw a very clear line between what is real and what is like orchestrated. Right, and I think that's part
2: of like with Kristen Stewart thing, what I will say is that I remember there were times that I've read of her briefly talking about the fact that like she was in a relationship with Robert Pattinson. Twilight was the biggest fucking thing ever. And they were told, not that they couldn't break up, but that, like, they shouldn't. Uh-huh, right. And I wonder if that has to do with the Rupert Sanders thing of, like, mm. well, you're telling me I can't do these things, oh. so what if I do something to make it I so brute that it works? force it. Yeah.
4: Yeah, that makes you sense. You know, and I do feel I that, that
2: just the manipulation of media has such a strong Oh,
4: you just reminding me of The Crown and them constantly just being like, oh. You have to stay married. You must stay married. Yep. You can't leave her. Blah, 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 blah. That was a terrible accent, but it you was know what bad, I mean? It's I just liked like it. Ew. I understood. Could you imagine not having an option in a Terrifying. loveless marriage? Terrifying. So scary. Yeah,
3: the crown really brings that shit to life, man. Yeah, yeah
4: dude. Oof. But so we all believe? I think we, believe, I think we believe, believe certain ones. I think we don't believe other ones. The nuanced, do you believe? And I'll stay with that. Thank you so much, Mary Beth. And on to um, should we sing the song? Yes, you
2: should. Shout. shout. Yes,
4: shout. shout. Let it all out. Yes. These are the emails emails that that you wrote it Um, about. Come come on. on. We'll read them to you.
2: Come on. on. I uh, want to start it off with the shout outs to everyone who wrote in and I apologize for the crock hate. On side. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Right. There are some ballet flats that are very cute. And thank you so much, Jessica. And thank you so much um, to Catherine for writing in about one wrote in about croc seals and one wrote in about these. Actually, a picture of... Very tasteful, beautiful flats that uh, apparently Crocs doesn't make anymore, and Jess in time and space is very upset about that. So I want to say, you know what, to the point that I almost might buy some flats just to try it out. Yes, yes, we can change. We can grow. Yeah, I'm likening myself to a Chrissy Teigen right now about Crocs, <laughs> and what are you gonna do about it? <laughs> I also would love to give uh I love a love to Puff who has gone over the Rainbow Bridge. No, I'm not talking about Kissel's Puffin. I am talking to Talia's Puff. She has had the beloved dog Puff since she was six and lived an incredible 18 years. Wow. And I just want to say, Puff, that I love you wherever you are. And I hope your energy feels my energy giving you a belly rub. Mm. Yeah, my energy just gave that dog a belly rub and I love <laughs> you, Puff. Uh, I'm not gonna cry about it. Oh, sweet <laughs> I want to give an amazing shout out to Cassie, whose 21st birthday is coming up. Oh my god, happy 21st birthday. We've got another 21st birthday in the house as well. And this 21st birthday goes out to Chloe. She's turning the big 20 fun. Yeah, (laughs) the Chuggy says that she is turning 20 fun. And Chloe has asked us for any birthday advice or drink recipes. And then this will also go out to Cassie if you drink. So hit us. Favorite drink, both of you.
4: Uh, my Favorite drink is my buddy Jeff's old fashioned. Um, he calls it the new fashioned. Unfortunately, one of the elements might be difficult to find, but uh, hopefully, you can find it. It is three shot. By the way, feel free to cut this drink in half because it's very strong. Three shots uh, whiskey. I we usually go do bullet bourbon, uh, and then one shot of orange uh, Salerno liqueur. That is the tricky one to find. It is so. Fucking delicious, though. I promise you'll love it. A splash of Bada Bing cherry juice. Uh, Bada Bing cherry specifically, it is like this kind of uh, heavier, darker cherry juice. Really good. And a dash of uh, Regan's, Regan's, whatever, orange bitters. Oh a God. dash of orange okay. bitters. So that's three shots whiskey, one shot Salerno orange liqueur. A splash of Bada Bing cherry juice and a uh, dash of um, of orange bitters. MJ, do you think I could use Cointreau, Cointreau? instead of uh,
3: or the other orange liqueur? Is it because uh, I got a bunch of Cointreau in my house for some reason? It's an orange liqueur. I got no idea what to do with it.
4: Uh, Cointreau, you could actually probably make that work over the Salerno. Salerno blood orange liqueur is like my favorite thing ever to put in a drink. You got I love it so much. much. <laughs> but Cointreau, I think you could maybe replace it with that and you'd still get a really delicious citrusy drink. Ooh.
3: Well, we love old fashions in my house so I endorse Holden's but I also am like, especially in my 20s in the summertime I just like take a cucumber and some fucking mint if you got it, Ooh. some sugar, muddle that shit with a spoon if you don't have a muddler. Oh yeah, Tequila some lemon sodas. juice. Ooh. And then yeah, or gin and soda uh, and then just live your best summer life. Like just put some fucking fruit, vegetables, herbs in there with some sugar, muddle it, put some gin in it. That's my motto. Put That some gin sounds in it. so much better than <laughs> what I used to drink.
4: I was also going to give a, a recipe for a margarita. I'll just say, look up how to make a real margarita, not a margarita like one would make using just margarita mix. And do, and do yourself a favor and make one of those for yourself because you will absolutely love it. And it's way better than the... Um, margarita, in-store margarita mix.
2: Hell yeah. Talk about a 21st birthday. Yes! Go get it! The world is just opened!
3: The streets will run right with (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of that, can I please read, Jackie, the line that you wrote in your email? Because I think it's one of the best... I want to start an Instagram where I just share gems from your email, but regarding the the, uh, explosive diarrhea on the Slip and Slide show, Jackie wrote... Y'all know I hate poopy humor, but come on, this is great. Guess the streets can run white with cum this summer as long as the slides run brown with shit. And I just wanted the listeners to know that, from Jackie. Thank you. Thank you for my
2: highlights. That's a shout out to
3: you, Jackie.
2: I love you so much, MJ. I missed you. I'm so happy you're back. All right we got more birthdays. We've got Alyssa. My sister Alyssa's birthday is June 23rd, and I know she would love a shout out from her favorite podcast. Alyssa is crazy hardworking and is in the middle of starting her campaign for Ohio State Representative. Damn, God knows we need her in our stupid ass state filled with crusty <laughs> old racist men. She got me into last podcast in page seven. We don't even watch Riverdale, but we still listen to Riverdale. Roundup, I'm gonna kiss it all. She's way more dedicated than I am and has been reading Dude, and listening to the LPN deep dives. So Holden, can you please put some respect on her name and give her the shout out she deserves?
4: Alyssa, what's up from Arrakis? How are you doing? You're a rude Duner, and we really appreciate you. Happy birthday, Alyssa. I wish I could ride on your back like Paul rode that sandworm all the way to kill all those people and that mini Jihad war that he was I'm very scared of, that of everything that you're saying, and I'm glad that I don't <laughs> do I want to ride Alyssa into a war zone is what I'm saying right now. Happy birthday, Alyssa. Oh,
2: you also have a birthday twin because there's another birthday on June 23rd. This goes out to Chelsea from Cassie. Cassie says, Chels and I have been through a lot of shit together over the past 10 years. Death, sadness, joy, and a hell of a lot of personal growth, including creating our own business together. Chels is a beautiful girl of almost four, a hub and has built a cozy little life for herself and her family from the ground up. I couldn't be more proud of her. Happy, happy birthday, Chels. And we I want to give a shout out to Heather, who just graduated with an MA in history and just got hired as a history instructor for their local community college. Damn. My God, everybody's fucking killing it right now. We will survive! <laughs> Speaking of beautiful people, we have another shout out to the effervescent Liana, who has been standing us for two years. We got a young in the house! She's 21, and they've been standing us for two years! Wow. They're working as an early childhood educator for a virtual kindergarten class, and I'm just gonna go ahead and say thank you for your patience, because I can't even possibly imagine.
3: Wow. Hell yeah.
2: We've got a twinning alert! because we've got two 30-second birthdays coming up. I just want to say happy birthday to Brittany and happy birthday to Wesley. We can finally have birthdays again. You didn't have to have a second one in quarantine. I'm sorry, MJ, and I am sorry. No, Holden, you only had one, too. (laughs) And uh, last but not least, I want to give a shout-out to the great Maddie. Maddie, this goes out to you from your beautiful work colleague, Ryan, who wants to tell you publicly that you suck. (laughs) I <laughs> think he means it in a good way? If not, you have my permission to beat the shit out of him and uh, you can tell that to HR before they fire you. Say, like, oh, Jackie gave me permission. And um, I want to finish this out to say thank you so much to Carrie who wrote in and was wanted to let you know MJ. First, just wanted to wish MJ well. As a trans listener, having any representation anywhere means a lot, and it feels dumb saying that as I'm pushing 30, but it did mean a lot when they brought their gender up on the show and was inspiring, and the fact that they've been comfortable at times mentioning is super fucking dope. No pressure to be our spokesperson. I don't know. I just love them. Please give them my best. And I also wanted to say on the trans tip, Jackie, you are- an absolutely big inspiration for me for my voice my first vocal coach was super fucked up and put a lot of pressure on me to basically sound as feminine as possible and like specifically frail specifically I needed to be weak and tiny sounding but you're a bombastic ass babe and as I'm pretty fucking sure I am and your voice is so lovely your femininity is undeniable but you don't shy away from having fun with your voice and I love the quality it has I love you Carrie thank you so much for writing in because, man, you know, it's, it is so crazy. I was made fun of for so long for having a deep voice. Me too. It doesn't, but like, I don't know where people get, uh, like, it's the genderized bullshit that we have in
3: our brain of, like, no, you have to sound like this the fuck are you talking about? It's I think crazy. that's one of the things that brought you and I together, Jackie. There's yes. several, several things, but I think that our both of our like deep, unapologetically deep voices really did bring us together, because <laughs> right, based on whatever gender you're assigned, there are so many expectations around how you're supposed to sound. Insane. <laughs> I, I, and I don't understand, in the same way where it's like
2: when people identifying as men say like, oh, you have an effeminate voice, or we're like, oh, I knew you were gay before you even told me. That kind I of know. shit. We're just like, the fuck are you taught? Like I, I, I just—it blows my mind. I know, and it's crazy. And honestly, there are times that I want to be catty and I want to go back to someone and be like, "You fucking, you made fun of me and called me the D word so many times as you would hit my head against something, and." because of my voice. Yeah. Mm. And now I make a fucking living off of it, you piece of shit. (laughs) Amanda, I'm coming for you. I'm not coming for you, Amanda. You probably don't (laughs) listen to the show. But now, don't worry, it's time for the list. Oh,
4: who's on the list? Me.
2: Jackie. Jackie, gotta have that list. Um, and I didn't get to scream about um, all of the thank you videos that are now being played at all of the theaters from celebrities <laughs> being like, thank you so much for coming back to the movies. Um, I'm sick of it. But I went to go see Quiet Place 2, so I found this list called 13 Iconic Films with bonkers sequels that you forgot about. I love a sequel that really has fucking nothing to do with the honestly you guys know this Halloween 3 is one of my favorite of the Halloweens and Mm -hmm, it doesn't even mm -hmm. follow classic sequel
4: that yeah
3: has
4: (laughs) nothing to do with the rest of the series whatsoever I love it yeah and I love that that, uh, the first one on this list is Exorcist 3 which weirdly came up recently I think Natalie and Henry were talking to me about it because they were talking about how it is like this classic cult film that people really do adore and I've never seen it oh
2: it's insane. The Exorcist 3 was about the cop from the end of the original movie hunting down the Zodiac killer. What? It was based on a novel with exactly zero exorcisms so they had to sneak one into the third act of the film. The cop dreams his way into the afterlife where he runs into Fabio and Patrick Ewing as angels. It is (laughs) manners. It's great. I love it Yeah, but I understand why a lot of people
3: don't. This shot of Fabio in heaven, I guess, is really incredible.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Now, this is not a direct sequel, but I think I need to find it. Um, Based on the movie Jaws, Peter Benchley, who is an author of the best-selling novel that Jaws was based on, pretty much gave his angry shark a Nazi experimentation origin story. That book was made into a TV movie called creature and there is just one shot of this yeah what land walking shark creature that now i gotta find it so it's called creature it's kind of like an
3: inglorious bastards but for sharks (laughs) (laughs) it's kind of of fun how do you not want to watch that
2: (laughs) (laughs) um there's a lot of these that i haven't heard of before like American Psycho 2
4: Oh yeah, and heard of that? No. One? That was that classic uh VHS case that I would see at Blockbuster and always consider picking up.
2: Did you oh, but you never watched it?
4: But I never saw it, but Mila Kunis uh is the star and I was always like, what the fuck is this? cuz I was like weirdly obsessed with I guess we all were kind of a little weirdly obsessed with American Psycho. Oh yeah. back and in the day Mila Kunis. and uh and Michael Easton Ellis is the author's yeah. name, I believe, yes. and and you know, he also did Oh, what was that crazy college movie he did? Uh uh, young shitheads, young assholes.
3: I'm, you know what it is. I know the one I'm looking, I'm trying to find the... I know my brain. <laughs>
4: right, it was like that that bad kid movie to watch. Oh, oh, Less Than Zero,
2: Brett Easton Ellis. That's oh, why. Okay, I was yeah. like, why am I not coming? Less Than Zero, which is a great movie. And I I'm think, actually
4: talking about uh oh what was it? Oh, Rules of Attraction. Rules of Attraction. Sorry, but yes. also Less Than
2: Zero is great as well. That's Robert Downey Jr. when he was at the height of his addiction being in a movie about addiction.
4: And Hell Brett yeah.
3: Easton Ellis, the namesake inspiration for Riverdale Brett Weston Wallace in yeah. Riverdale.
4: He was great for like bad kids stuff, and we were like the perfect age for that, right? This was like the forbidden movie that you rented from Blockbuster and watched with your friends, and the you know with the with the your hand on the pause button just in case someone comes. <laughs> in. Oh yeah, 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 just
2: wait. Like Wild Things. Every time I watched Wild Things, I was so scared someone was gonna uh, find out.
4: Yeah, but <laughs> I heard yeah, Wild Things was. I mean, that's why we love that Pin 15 episode, oh, right? My I God. mean, that just was oh, perfect. That, oh, <laughs> there's an episode that it revolves entirely on Pin 15. That revolves entirely around them Getting watching Wild, Wild Things, things with watching. like two other boys. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's good. It was so perfect. It was like I remember the shit out of this. Like, except for I was definitely alone when I watched Wild Things in my TV VCR in my room. And I definitely had some tissues nearby, if you know what I mean. Uh, I oh, was you cried? My dick off. Oh, yeah, And crying because I couldn't cried uh, about have the a girlfriend. Of
2: teenage girls and what they have to go through yeah, to try exactly. and be sexy and edgy. Or were you crying while watching? Pinocchio and the Emperor of the Night, which is a Pinocchio Ugh. sequel. Can you just listen to this real quick? It's about <coughs> Pinocchio's life as a real boy. What does he do with his new meat body? He falls in love with a puppet, gets his humanity rescinded, drinks absinthe at a rave, and then makes the, quote, Emperor of the Night, voiced by James Earl Jones, explode, Using the power of love. Um, So Disney obviously didn't make this. And apparently Disney got sued by the studio that did make it. Or I'm sorry. Apparently Disney sued the studio that did make it. But I need to see this now. Again, it's called Pinocchio and the Emperor of the Night. And I
3: think that we need to watch it. I think it's great. And I don't think that that Disney should have sued. Because Pinocchio
4: is... This is not their to the love story. Yeah, yeah. Also, Pinocchio is and will always be like the weirdest children's property ever. And like f- for s- for some reason, every single version of Pinocchio has to be have creepy on purpose shit to completely alienate. You know, to become that movie that like kids are afraid of. <laughs> anyways, I digress. When,
2: no, that was just bi- that was scary all on its own. It didn't even have to try to be scary. Pinocchio still no. kind of creeps me
4: out. Yeah, yeah, it's terrifying. My brother used to t- chase me around the house with a book with a Pinocchio book that had illustrations in it
3: that oh. me. He literally oh. would
4: chase me around the house with it I'd be like, ah! Like I was afraid of the book. Oh, like everything has to be right. terrifying.
2: Anyways. And I am going to round this out with The Birds 2, Land's End, which is 30 years after the first movie and in the same cinematic universe, a family moves to Gull Island and is attacked by gulls who could possibly seen this coming the only real additions are that a we know that the birds are doing this because they're mad at us over global warming and b the
3: birds explode very much (laughs) the crow vibes uh from the screenshots of this
2: explosions it is docks being exploded again i gotta see this i think i have to see it oh yeah and um that's our list for the day, and I thought that it was... Um, I hope that you liked it. And I will say The Quiet Place to held up as a sequel. I'm gonna throw Hell yeah. Out. I really
4: enjoyed it. Also just wanted to throw it out there. I think I'm going Blind! Blind items! Oh, we can't see them. them! Got a couple for you today. First one is just, I think, something interesting to keep in mind. When checking out the review site, always remember they are owned by a movie studio. Be especially wary when you see the scores of the movies from that studio. And there's actually two that this one listed, but I think they're both relevant. Any guesses? What movie review sites?
2: Rotten fucking tomatoes.
4: Yeah. Do you know who owns them? No. Who? Warner Brothers.
3: <gasps> what?
4: No. I guess that's what this blind is purporting. I should have probably followed up and made sure that was true. <gasps>
3: Allegedly.
4: <gasps> Allegedly. Evil. Warner Brothers Evil. owns them.
2: I never. See, I never trust the big first number.
4: Never trust you rotten know. tomatoes. Yeah. You know how tomatoes I feel is about Hook? Like anything. Anything that is anything. Just go. Just this is my suggestion to you. Find friends, even if they're like fake internet friends find some friends whose opinions you value hey, my internet yeah.
2: friends are real they're real
4: people on the <laughs> other side of the computer and let those people be your soundboard be your or your like review little reviewers because i know that if like henry says a horror movie's good and jackie you say a horror movie's good and then maybe like kissel says a horror movie's a must see i know to watch that horror movie yeah but if i hear one of you say it's shit and one of you say it's great. I might be a little more hesitant or go in with a little bit lowered expectations. Yeah. Correct. Right. So I just I think just find like minded people because I have this pet peeve of mine. Always, my dad always would would use the Charlotte Observer reviewer, and I hated this guy's guts. And I never agreed with his opinions. And every time I was like, I'm going to go see a movie. And my dad would be like, oh, well, the guy at the Charlotte Observer, I mean, he's got a real job as a film critic. He must be right about everything. He hated that movie. And I'm like, good. I know I'll like it then. (laughs) Because that guy never gives opinions I agree with. I hate that guy. And my dad would like just take his word for everything. Like he was like, just because it's in newsprint, he's got to trust it. Anyways, the other one is a little more obscure Um, what's another, like, movie website? Let's just start there. Movie
3: phone. No. Fandango.
4: No. Like, database. IMDB. Yeah, do you know who owns them? No. Bezos, bro. No, not Bezos. It's (laughs) Amazon-owned, so Amazon. You did it! So IMDB does ratings as well. Any fucking Amazon movie, check it out. Maybe, uh, might have some bloated, uh... Five stars on there. I
2: I do find that not as much of the Amazon original content, of course, you know, pending like you know the boys and stuff like that. A lot of it, I feel, is not it's it's lied about. Yeah, it's blown out of proportion. Yeah, yeah,
4: it's a weird one, right? So I thought that was more of a food. For thought, one in a in a weird week. Oh, and here's the eating uh, it
2: down like a big <laughs> <old> <laughs> piece of pie.
4: Yeah. They all are owned, though. All of them, all of them are owned by some company that is probably connected to their own media supply, and just know that, yeah. and just stop trusting review websites. Rotten Tomatoes fucking sucks. Fucking, it's no the same review, as every like,
2: interview too. I mean, like even what you said with John Legend before. Like, I appreciate the, the fact that Vox was open about the fact that
4: legends on the board he's on the yeah, board but right. he's on the board they're connected at you know all these big name people are connected to all these media sources in some weird way, all right? Don't get me started about the pedophiles of Hollywood. No, oh, I'm not going God. down that track, but Come I'm just saying. <laughs> um, not getting down that track, but I'm just saying, don't trust the eye of the deceive. I don't know you what can. that means. All right. This one comes in from a uh listener from Maya, uh and I've kind of blind itemized their email. So here we go. Okay. Speaking of blank, it, therefore r- r- saying like this is a person we talked about. I believe in the last episode we did. Speaking of blank, uh oh, which might put MJ at a deficit here uh-huh. for a, a little bit. Because I also think I, it might also be the last think I read
2: this email, which means that MJ's really gonna have to pay attention. Okay. I have to do it. Yeah. Oh my god.
4: Speaking of blank and his horror movie, my old professor told me once this movie blank blank two. <laughs> Filmed at my university in Ontario, Canada. My professor told us that one of the crew said Hit the the person in question's big catchphrase from this '90s TV show that we all grew up with. Uh, t- they said the catchphrase to him, and he got really pissy. And there was a production wide ban on the catchphrase, so he definitely doesn't want to bring back the sitcom catchphrase. We're talking about bringing back this sitcom. I'm just going to say, uh, hats, big hats on a girl. I'm going to say. He's not uh, known a,
3: for his horror movies. It's a Not sitcom. known
4: for his horror movies, but this was a horror movie, an obscure horror movie that you'd never guess.
3: Blossom is the show, right? Yes. This catchphrase is, whoa! Yes! Oh, yes.
4: <laughs> so, of course, the actor would be- Joey Lawrence. Yes. And Made a I, horror movie? Bonus points if you can guess the horror movie. It's during the time of the horror re, uh, slasher teen horror rebirth. Is a sequel to one of those mainline franchises. It's not Scream Two. It's. But
3: I know what you did last summer too. No,
4: what's with the other one? Cool <laughs> the even worse one? Ooh, No, close. that's different. That's the sexy teen movie. That's not a slasher movie. That's
3: not slasher. What's
4: the yeah, other yeah. one? It's all good. I'll just give it to give you. Me. It's Urban Legends Two. Oh, I wouldn't have gotten that one. I definitely saw Urban Legends One in the movie theater, though. I definitely have a very specific memory of seeing. <laughs> and that I movie also in the saw
2: Urban Legends Two because I was deathly attracted to Joey Lawrence. Oh, so, there you but go. But don't go up to him and say, whoa. No, I guess
4: it you don't like he whoa. Doesn't want that. I love that they had to put a ban on it on the set. But of also, Urban don't Ledge say because whoa. Bro, That's what I'm you gonna got say famous this, for. All right. I, I'm sure it haunts him, you know, a little bit. And at the same time, I would definitely have screamed
3: whoa. In yeah, yeah. Even if you I was
4: like to. a key grip, I would have done it. It, it, it I wouldn't have been able to say Oh my God, myself. he
2: looks like Pitbull now. Yeah, he
4: definitely doesn't look like the Joey you once knew, that's That's for sure. Oh my God, if you just
2: put in Joey Lawrence into your Google Drive, (laughs) look at the first picture that comes up because he has such a horrible choice of facial hair um, <laughs> yes he does look like it makes very
4: upset i don't like one. i don't like that one
2: i don't like this <laughs> version
4: <laughs> maya also says also thanks for getting me through graduating during pandemic and working a terrible office job that has nothing to do with my education it's been a hard hey i hear you on that one maya by the way it's okay we'll get through this together it's been a hard year and page seven brings me much needed laughter love you guys and i hope you can come to toronto to someday. P.S. I think a pop history on of Jane Fonda would be yeah, amazing. Would. And I agree. Yes. We definitely need to do a Jane Fonda Ooh. pop history. Maybe we could even, maybe we could even get MJ on that pop history. Yes. That would be fun.
3: Oh, I love that idea.
4: Hell yeah. All Wait. right. That's it. I can see you again. Yeah. And I'm ready to go. And I'm ready to, hey, let's get on with the rest of our day. We did it, y'all. We did. It.
3: Yeah.
2: And MJ, I'm so happy that you're back and that you're feeling great. And um, any news
3: to report on how you're feeling? You feel your week out and you feel good. I feel great, and you know everybody's experience is really different. Some people have, uh, you know, have recovery that takes a long time. I'm obviously trying to take it easy, um, and which I'm, I'm, it turns out, I'm very not good at accepting help. It makes me angry to accept help, mm. but, um, but yeah, I feel really good, and I'm really happy. I'm like just so immediately happy. I wasn't sure how I would feel, and I just feel so good, and so. If you know you have voices of self doubt in your head about how you think, what you think you like and feel like, and you have like all these voices being like, maybe you're wrong. You might not be wrong. You might actually be able to trust yourself because I was like, maybe I'm just doing this because I have a false consciousness for some Mm. reason and I'm gonna hate and then I did it and I was like oh my god this was the exact right thing to do I'm so happy and so imposter syndrome imposter syndrome finds itself in just every crevasse of a in weird ways exactly Yeah. yeah so I am very happy and I'm so thankful to everybody's kind messages both in the email and the Instagram messages and stuff and I, my one of my summer goals is to sit down and actually write everybody back, which I uh, have yet to do. But I do I'm trying to read as many messages as possible, and to all of the trans listeners out there and non-binary listeners, and also. Uh, just everybody cis listeners who have just been so kind I'm so 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 thankful Uh, hell yeah love you I'm
2: so happy you're back and thank you guys so much for joining us today on page 7 my name is Jackie Zabrowski you can find me on Instagram at jack that worm and you should totally come and join our Twitch community on Fridays with the newly rebranded name Jackin
4: with the holdies
2: Jackin with the holdies (laughs) we'll
4: probably just refer to it as Jackin uh, but Jagged with the holidays will be its true full that, t- full form I love its that. full title yes hell oh, yeah I love so we that. are changing well we're not playing name. Japanese dating sims anymore so if 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 nothing else people might draw some weird racial connotations from the name Japanese, and we don't we want to avoid it's like ridiculous also I just want to better describe the show and the show I think is better described by the phrase jacket with the holdies <laughs> than it is "Japanese" <laughs> at this point because again we no longer play Japanese dating sims on that stream though I do believe Jack and I will at some point try to come through with a couple more play dates Ooh, in the I'll future. have a play date um, with just, you just bonus <laughs> we've got to play that new uh monster prom sequel, yes. monster camp okay sign me up we tried it bang the sad ghost I boy, or whatever. I love banging it is. a
2: sad ghost boy <laughs> <laughs> with consent.
4: Uh, Twitch.tv forward slash HoldNatorSo. Check us out on that. Did you already pump the uh, Page 7 Patreon? Page 7 Patreon is patreon.com forward slash Page 7 Podcast. Check us out on that. Oh, my God. And I just found out a huge
2: thing in Breaking Dawn. I'm not going to do a spoiler right now, but it was something that you guys did a very good job of keeping me from finding out. I was very surprised.
4: And I just want to throw it out there. Page7podcast at gmail.com. It's page the number seven, the numeral seven. Uh, podcast at gmail.com wait it's not the well it's not a roman numeral it's just the new nu- <laughs> whatever dude just fucking get over yourself chat or viewers or listeners I can't even say what you are <laughs> check us out on that I am I dude honestly it's a really good time to send in celebrity conspiracies because it, we are really at the bottom of the barrel here Whoa. so I'm using a lot of listener celebrity conspiracy emails thank you again for those and send your blinds into me obviously you're sending your shout outs into Jackie and we really appreciate it thank you so much everybody
3: we love you and I'm MJ and I'm MJKL Cat on Insta. Go send oh, yeah. some
2: love. We love you guys. We'll talk Have to you a next good week. one. Bye.
4: This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to LastPodcastNetwork.com.